You're listening to the God, God Life Culture, Culture Podcast, Podcast, where faith and what's trending collide. What's up, everyone? This is Miguel, and we are so thankful that you are tuned in for another episode of the God Life Culture Podcast. If this is your first time listening, we want you to hit that subscribe button so you can be notified every time we drop a new episode. We're so thankful that you are listening to us. If you are a returning listener, thank you so much for taking this journey with us and uh, week after week, making us a part of your life and a part of your daily schedule or weekly schedule, whatever it is. We are just super grateful for all of you that are listening and all the new listeners that are joining us. Thank you so much Uh, for those who are watching us on YouTube. What's up? Thank you for watching (laughs) and, uh, you know, being a part of our podcast. Yeah. I mean, I think what we should start doing is like wearing like crazy outfits uh, just for like that extra thing for our viewers. Or maybe like put something random up on the walls uh, just to give it a a little extra flair for those that are watching us on YouTube. But I know that a lot of people listen to us on their commute or they're at work while they're doing their, you know, their things here and there as well. So they go for the traditional route, which is yeah. uh, the podcast podcast platforms. Yeah. Uh, but regardless, at the end of the day, we're grateful for everyone and for <clears throat> checking us out and the kind words that they send us, you know, when people are commenting, whether they're engaging on certain of the things that we said, um, giving their opinions on it, um, or, you know, like just sending us anything at the end of the day, you know, we're really appreciative of that engagement. Um, and I think it kind of like segues to our topic for the day uh, which is the idea of compliments yeah so just off the bat the idea the word how does the word make you feel because there's certain people that have reservations when it comes to giving receiving compliments um and there's other people that's kind of like i live for it (laughs) yeah i mean i don't mind compliments i'm definitely the person that um i think i'd rather be complimented one-on-one or like small group or not even small group. I just hate when it's like there's other people around and their compliments being given. Right. Okay. But that's just a per- that's just a preference. Um, but I don't know. I don't mind compliments. Right. Mm. I think a part of the conversation is um, the different ways people compliment you. Yeah. Right. Um, if you can notice uh, if it's genuine or not. Right. Yep. Um, so it's like a lot when it comes to this idea of compliments, right? Mm-hmm. Like giving compliments. There are people that love to give compliments, hate yes. receiving compliments yep, in a way, true. or love receiving compliments and hate giving compliments. So I don't know. I don't have like any mm-hmm. like weird relationship with compliments or that. But word. are you where are you on the spectrum? Are you the type of person that gives out a lot of compliments? Um, I give out compliments when they, when the situation merits a compliment. Okay. You know what I mean? What, so, what, what so, is, no, is so, there a qualification? Is yes. there like a checklist? Of no, things? there's no checklist or qualification. Uh-huh. Um, but I believe that I definitely will tell someone they did some, you know, a great job at something, mm-hmm. um, you know, a project they worked on, something they did, something, you know, an adventure they, they were a vacation they were on, something that looked nice that, you know, something they were wearing that was, you know, nice. Um, but I'm not the type of person to just say, mm-hmm. like, great job, amazing job, if, I don't know, if I didn't mean it, like, 100%. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I think there's a fine line between encouraging someone and not being yeah. rude and messed up, right? 
Um, but I think if I say something, I like 100% mean it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think that, you know, there, there are opportunities that merit a, uh, compliment in the form of maybe saying, letting someone know that you saw their effort, letting them know that, oh man, you know, great effort. Or I saw that you went out there and you gave it your all, or you were brave for even putting yourself in a position, uh, to do whatever it was, whether it's to speak, to sing, to play, to talk, whatever the situation is. Um, and then there's the other side of it, which is that was really great. Or I really liked it because of X, Y, and Z, um, and stuff like that. And I, and I, and it could be just like our inner podcasting situation where there are times where people have complimented me on stuff. And then this is how, this is one of the tells when it's genuine and when it's just, they feel like they need to say something for whatever reason. Uh, so somebody will like compliment me on something that maybe I did and I'll be like, Oh man, thank you. What was your favorite part? And then they're just staring at me. Crickets. Or they're like, oh, it's just, yeah, um, the whole thing. The whole thing was great or whatever. Yeah. Uh, And and I've had situations like that where it's kind of like maybe because you're just trying to engage in conversations. I, off the bat, I don't, compliments for me are really weird. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, they put, they make me really awkward, especially when it has to do with stuff like church related, like ministry wise stuff. Um, Because at the end of the day, you know, like your go-to is glory to God. Mm -hmm. Hashtag glory. Like Mm -hmm. that's kind of like the thing you want to say. But then sometimes that comes off disingenuous to the person when they're trying to be like, no, but you were good. Like what you did was great. Uh, So that putting, being put in that position is kind of like weird and awkward for me. Like I don't, I'm not the type of person that thrives and like right. I'm sitting waiting for the compliments. And I think that's the balance, right? That needs to be developed where you're not expecting it, thriving, mm-hmm. living off of it. Right. Yeah. Um, you need compliments in order to do your job well, mm-hmm. in order to execute well and perform well. Um, but I think, you know, for a while for me, um, I felt the same way and I still do at times I'll struggle with that. But I think it, you know, there comes a point where you have to kind of know, like, and be able to encourage yourself like, yeah, I did do a good job. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, and people, they recognize that, you know? Um, but I know off the bat, the overwhelming response or the, you know, being called out on the spot in front of everyone and, you know, stand up, you know, we want to just say thank you or acknowledge, <laughs> you know, all the effort, everything you did and this and the other thing. And it was, you know, that could be a lot, you know? Um, but I think that, like you said, it's developing that healthy balance of knowing what you did and how you did it, that it was well, you gave your all, the results were great. And being able to balance that with, there may be people that will compliment you on that. Mm -hmm. And then there'll be those that won't, you know? And it's almost like, I have to learn how to do my job regardless of, you know, everyone saying great job, amazing job. Or if one person told me I did a great job and everyone else is just kind of like business as usual, you know? And that is where you need to, you know, be comfortable in that space where, Mm -hmm. You shouldn't have to be receiving great compliments every time you do something in order to do something well. Very true. Yeah, And I think that then I think of the people that need to learn how to really manage the currency of um, giving compliments. Um, and what I mean by that is that there, there are sometimes people and individuals that give compliments to people all the time. And it's always very broad. Like, we thank you for all that you do. We thank you for, you know, like who you are because we couldn't be nothing without you yeah, or whatever. Um, but then you have people that are kind of like aware of what's going on. And it's like, specifically, what are you thanking them about? 
because we're part of the conversation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of like, so I feel like it loses value when you do that, when you're like always giving compliments or you're giving compliments because maybe you were giving someone else a genuine compliment. Like this person really impacted you. Whatever they did was like really great and it's sounding, but then there's somebody else in the room. So you feel the need to be like, oh, by the way, you were good too. I feel like, you know, sometimes maybe that is polite, but I also feel like there's a way to like really you know, take, take care of that currency so that every, so that people know that whenever you do give compliments, it's like, it really is like genuine. Yeah. Um, so how's your, your radar when it comes to that? Are you able to really perceive when someone is giving you a genuine compliment versus when it's just like, they have nothing else to say or I, they just want to say something? I think I do. I think that nine, I think my, I have a, a pretty good so, like, what are the certain things that you'll go for, like tone of voice or like, again, were they able to specifically mention something or, you know, I think it depends. Like sometimes it's like reading the room, like maybe someone just finished really giving me a genuine compliment and they feel like they want to like jump on the bandwagon and do that. Also, um, sometimes I'll use the tactic. Oh, yeah. But what specifically did you like? Or, you know, like, why? You know, thank you. Like, or whatever. Like, obviously, I don't just be like, why? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you complimenting what me? Part? Don't do that. <laughs> it's more like thank you, but then, like I said, it's sometimes you. It's my awkwardness. So my awkwardness of not being able to just sit there and then compliment. I have to engage in conversation and be like, oh, but what specifically did you like, or why did you like it, and stuff like that. So that's a real tell. Um, and I also think that it also depends because sometimes you're seeing the like you're doing something and you're seeing the people. Yeah. And when you see that so and so was not paying attention, was not engaged, wasn't even there, let's say, for example, but then all of a sudden was, oh, man, that was so awesome. How how do you know? Right. <laughs> how do you know you weren't even there? Yeah. You weren't paying attention. Uh, you know, I think that at the end of the day, it's it's always great to receive compliments. Um, at the end of the day, it's always a great feeling, regardless of how genuine it is or it isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I do think that there is a responsibility with giving compliments um, that comes with that as well, because you also don't want to be giving compliments to people who maybe need a little correction. And I think that you can give compliments and correction together. But when you're only giving compliments to people and you're not like kind of like helping them or, you know, giving them a suggestion um, to be better at whatever it was that they're doing, then they're kind of left in a yeah. place where they think that I'm killing it. Yeah. I'm doing the best thing out there. And you're actually stunting their growth. Yeah. You know, like I was recently in a situation where um, I I was hearing someone, you know, encourage someone, right? Mm-hmm. Someone else. And, you know, they had just, you know, done what they were supposed to do their job in, you know, whatever space they were in and um, encouraging them. But also in the conversation, letting them know, but there was this one area that Mm. you didn't really fulfill or like you didn't do Mm -hmm. this, you know, um, and this is one of, you know, the requirements, one of the things, you know, we have to do. So just be sure next time to include Mm -hmm. that, to do that. And there was someone else overhearing Mm -hmm. that and kind of jumped in and was like, yeah, but you did so good. You did amazing. And that and it was like, no one is saying that they did not that they they did not right mm. but there's a difference between doing amazing and mm. doing good and doing what you're called to do yeah. and doing your job correctly mm-hmm. right so we can be amazing at so many different things and kill it right mm-hmm. you can be an amazing singer you can be an amazing worship leader right within your church and different churches on different stages and platforms right um, you can walk up there with zero rehearsal, zero practice, no vocal warm ups, nothing. Grab that microphone and start belting away all the notes, hit the notes, have the people pass out, cry in <laughs> tears, you know, all that rolling around and leave there 
having killed it right mm -hmm. receive all the compliments mm -hmm. you did so good it's just that every time you speak every time you sing every time you open up your mouth it's just like the room shifts right mm -hmm. all the compliments that we hear right you do all the glory to god thank you god thank right it's all god right it's all for him right mm -hmm. all of that um but in reality there was no preparation mm -hmm. no warm-up before mm -hmm. no really excellence in yeah. what you did mm -hmm. right so again you can receive the compliments and receive all of those things and see, okay, what you did, you know, but now were you fully prepared? Mm -hmm. Did you do your job to the best of your ability? So it's not just about complimenting people mm -hmm. and telling people you did an amazing job. It's also coupling that when the situation needs it, right? Coupling that, like you said, with the area of improvement or mm -hmm. growth, you know, and you know, that's where it becomes kind of, uh, you know, that, uh, weird area or space to navigate because you know obviously you're not just going to go up to random people and tell them that was great but here are six things you can do to make it better next time right <laughs> you should like, that's not there what we're doing be a list of right. six things that's not what we're saying yeah um but it's for those individuals who maybe are mentors for other people or leaders mm -hmm. for other people or in charge of a certain department at your job or at your work where it's almost like these are all the areas you're thriving mm -hmm. you're hitting all these marks you know and that's great awesome yeah. job but then these are the areas that we think we can even do even better yeah you know i mean look we have been people that have put productions together we've choreographed um mimes and different type of presentations and all that other stuff um and there have been time you said productions and my mind went to movies soon no. Yeah, Soon. but we've done. I've done plenty of plays and like stuff like Absolutely. that. Absolutely, right. Um, My mind went to movies. Though, yes, these like, are prophet, prophetic. Yes, you're prophetic as I thinking. Said, <laughs> it's coming. No, what I was going to say was that there have been times where, for example, I like, will put together something, and like you said, we put in the effort. Like this is not a situation where you have where mercy and grace meet somebody because they were unprepared and that's their track record and that's their habit to be that way. But mercy and grace was available and was there because there right. was a need in the people. So regardless of the fact that you weren't prepared, you didn't rehearse, you didn't answer messages, you didn't do all these other things, God still moved. That's not about you. Right. That's about there, there being a need for the people and God using you because you were the one that were there at the moment. I'm talking about that. There have been times where the people gave 110 percent, were at all the rehearsals, broke their necks, like really like getting everything together. And maybe they made a mistake. Yeah. So in those situations, after whatever, the, the choreography, the production or whatever, there would be a conversation of we smashed it. We gave the best that we gave. We gave 100%. You know, we really, you guys, amazing. But we're about to do this again next week. So these are the three things that we just got to keep in mind on. You know, so-and-so, you were late in the transition. So-and-so, you forgot a line. So-and-so, you know. And these are the things that you want to, you can't just, be, especially if these are things that you're going to, like, redo. Yeah. Um, like, with the mimes, it was stuff that you would do multiple times in a year. So it was like, if you're going to do it more than once, you have to give that criticism. You have to give that feedback in order for it to be better for the next time yeah and it's all in how you present those things and deliver those things because mm -hmm. i've been in those situations as well and because of the person you are and how you deliver that mm -hmm. message it's received and it's respected you yes. know so it's not just like we're coming across as these people who are telling people all the things that they did wrong you mm -hmm. know i think um you know in part we would also, at least for me, right, I would, if I was, you know, telling someone what they didn't do correct, I made sure to let them know, you know, I messed up on this part. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I didn't do this correctly yeah. either. You know what I mean? Um, so I have to work on that. Mm -hmm. And then let them know, follow up with, you know, 
and now some of the things you yeah. didn't do or so right you know what i mean and like I you think, always have to position it where people will be able to receive yes that criticism and i think as well. that's important because i have heard you know i have walked in on conversations or people were having conversations in the room that i'm in um where they did some like they were part of something a production a, a set list or whatever and maybe let's say that is a situation where you have singers and musicians and all of that and maybe the singer did mess up they messed up a cue or they got um they forgot a lyric or they forgot a something or whatever you know it happens sometimes regardless of how many screens you have up <laughs> or whatever the yeah. situation may be you know sometimes you forget you get nervous you get flustered or you were like in the zone and then you forgot to come back to earth um or whatever and they you know the person messed up but then the musicians also messed up too but when the set is over they are going in on that poor person that sang without taking into consideration you know what so and so messed up you know that that kind of threw us off a little bit but we also mess up these other three times as well so i think you do you definitely need to when you're working in group settings need to have the awareness to not only pick up on when other people make a mistake but to also listen i have choreographed stuff I have done a whole bunch of things and, you know, worked with other people where I myself have messed up. I have been in situations where my knee popped out in the middle of a thing or whatever. And I had to like pop it right back in and then keep it moving. You know what I mean? Um, so I understand that it doesn't really matter how many times you try it because we're human, because that's just the way it is. We may make a mistake. Yeah. Or whatever. That just happens. And it's hard because a lot of times like in those situations, right, um, there are people that see what you put out there mm -hmm. and they don't know. Mm -hmm. all of the cues and transitions they don't know yeah. all of those things right um if you're in a worship setting or in a church right the audience a lot of times does not know right for mm -hmm. the most part because sometimes it, you can tell but for the most part they don't know like wow you just you're just coming up with this on the spot you mm -hmm. didn't even you know rehearse or think this through fully right they don't know that yeah they just know that you're singing this song you're speaking this message you're doing this you know whatever you're doing and it's wow it's great and it's resonating with people mm -hmm. so it's hard to balance right the great job oh my god you guys did such a great job it was so good so anointed and all those things and then you're hearing all these compliments from people and then you have to go now and say yes receive all those compliments mm. but at the same time we need to improve what we need to improve yeah. and work on what we need to work on mm -hmm. so it's almost like again you can't let those compliments get to you mm -hmm. where they get to you in such a way that it's almost an excuse as to not put effort or work mm -hmm. into what you do yeah. because I know that I do this so well people are going to say it's such a great job that I did amazing mm -hmm. right I don't need to rehearse I don't need to work on my craft I don't need to invest in my craft I don't need to study I don't need to do this you know to that level of excellence because every time I go up there or every time I'm in that space every time I do it it's amazing and everyone yeah. knows it but deep down inside, are you happy? Are you content with yourself and what you did? You know, are you satisfied or are you just getting by? You know, so there are individuals that will get by just by other people's compliments, you mm -hmm. know, and this is a double edged sword because you can get by with other people's compliments and not be putting in the work. Right. But then you could also be sacrificing so much mm -hmm. and putting in so much work and effort and late hours and studying late at night, you know, to and work at your craft and get better and get better and not get the recognition you feel that you deserve that and not also. get the people telling you great job, mm. you know, and you're like, man, I was up 
for three days straight trying <laughs> to come up with, you know, that intro to that message or that perfect illustration or that perfect ex- example in class. And then I go and execute and deliver. And it seemed like it didn't really resonate with anyone because no one said anything mm. to me. Yeah. Or you have the people that are like working in a team and it's like, you know, you're, you're a production team and you're putting this thing together and, you know, at the end of the day, it got done and people were touched. And then you have people on your team complimenting you. But then at the end of the day, you don't understand how difficult you made my life because you didn't create the slides you were supposed to create three weeks ago. <laughs> right. You made them tonight. Or you right. weren't always at rehearsal, but then you want to come and compliment me. But those are things that you can't say in the moment. Yeah. You could. But it's kind of like, yeah, pa' que. It's like right. the moment has passed. But is that's the other thing where I feel like certain people like will go to compliment you. But then it's kind of like, you know that you made this very difficult mm-hmm. for me right like it's cute that you're saying i did a great job but you should have been helping me in this journey and what you were doing was constantly throwing roadblocks and me having to constantly have to figure out different ways to navigate stuff because you weren't as supportive as you should have been yeah you know so that's another way that i can tell when a compliment is genuine because i'm looking at people like you have no self-awareness you like how dare you say i did a good job when You weren't doing what you were supposed to be doing. Yeah. Um, you know, so. And it's one of those things, again, where, you know, we look at this idea of just compliments and it's like there's so much that we can talk about when it comes to it. You know mm. what I mean? Because then I think of the individual who thrives off of compliments, but mm. not because they necessarily need it, but it just gets to their head. You know what I mean? So they're constantly receiving compliments from people. And now there's like a pride and arrogance issue where Mm. they just know and feel that they can do everything and anything. And regardless if they rehearse or not or put in the hours or not, it's going to be amazing because they're amazing because they know (laughs) how to speak and captivate people Mm. with their words and their energy and their song and they have an amazing riff that they do and they have an amazing you know moment in their message where everyone begins to get real emotional and sad and feel the energy in the room and then they come in with like that banger at the end to get people hyped right like all of those things where Mm -hmm. then it's almost like dude now you have a pride issue that you have to deal with Mm. on top of all these compliments that you don't know how to not how to deal with them you know what i mean so it's like again you can get the individual that's getting all the compliments that you know lacks that self-awareness and identity in themselves that they just have a struggle and a hard time receiving it then you have those that are receiving all the compliments Mm -hmm. and are just taking them taking it in taking it in it's getting to their head and now they just have this aura about themselves or this way of walking and talking where they make no mistake Mm. everything they do is perfect and i yeah tell me i did great (laughs) and i think that's that i think we have to understand like we have to highlight the fact that that is an act that is a normal human experience to be someone who let's say is new to a scene or is starting to come out with whatever endeavor whatever talent whatever thing they have that there comes a point where they start to receive a lot of praise and they start to receive a lot of compliments and it does get to your head yeah it does make you walk with your chest puffed out a little bit more or make you walk like you feel like you're on cloud nine but then that's where you have to remedy that within yourself and find that balance you know because that is a high like when you have people back to back people that don't know you people that know you whoever you know giving you compliments it feels amazing regardless of how uncomfortable it makes you feel because of the social attention and all that or whatever at the end of the day it's a high especially when you put in the work yeah right? and you put in the energy and you put yeah, in yeah. the thought and someone's acknowledging that yeah. it's like yeah as you should <laughs> right <laughs> it's True. like yes you know but you then like you said uh-huh. it's almost like okay slow down mm-hmm. 
because first of all, this ain't even about me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not doing this for me, mm-hmm. right? And there's always a bigger picture to look at. You yes. know, the end result wasn't to get all the compliments. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, what is the end result? What is the goal at the end of whatever we're doing? Yeah. Right. It's not for everyone to tell us that you did amazing or for mm-hmm. everyone to tell you that you they cried three times or that, <laughs> you know, they brought him back to their childhood, right? There's a bigger goal and bigger picture. And only you know that, right? Yes. Depending on what space you're in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, it's it's not about you or what you do. Yes. You know? Yeah, no, but I think it's, it's important because there may be, you know, someone who maybe finds themselves in that situation at the moment where they feel like, no, I am the stuff. You know, I did put in the work. I deserve yeah. those compliments or whatever. Yes, you do, but mm-hmm. be careful because that's a very slippery slope because then also what happens when you start to feel that high and you start to feel like you're the stuff and all the other stuff, uh, other things, you know, that's where complacency then creeps in where maybe yeah. you were the type of person who was always killing it, always prepared at each and every single rehearsal on time or early. Like you were the person that was always killing it. And then all of a sudden you start to get this high where you, everybody keeps saying you're amazing. So then you start to slack off. And you start to not be as prepared and you start to not give as much of an effort and you start to not do things the way that you're supposed to be doing it. And then that's where your downfall starts. Yeah. And I speak about that from experience where, you know, I've been in positions where I thought I was the stuff and I was killing it because I was killing it. But then again, you start to get in that high and you start to get in that headspace where it's kind of like I can just show up and I know. I'm going to kill it. I don't need this or whatever. Um, And then that's when the downfall happens because it's not only about the ego, but it's also you start to lose your work ethic, which Mm -hmm. is important. And it's true. You know, I remember this one time um, and it happened not too long ago, right? Where I think sometimes you, you fall into that trap, Mm -hmm. not, like you're not just jumping into it. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you literally like fall or trip into it and you're like, Mm -hmm. Oh snap. Like, you know, and, um, I remember, um, it had been a while since I had written like a complete spoken word and like, you know, put something together. And, um, I, in my opinion, I think it's for me like very different. And it was, I'm like, man, this is like one of my best writings. I think Mm -hmm. like it's really good. And the concept and the idea and it was personal. And at the same time, like, you know, um, a parallel to a biblical story. And I remember just kind of, you know, presenting it, um, in front of, you know, in a church setting and I didn't get the response I thought it was going to get. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's important because it's like, in my mind, I expected for people to be like, whoa, like Mm -hmm. that was, whoa. And not so much because it was me, but because of the message behind it and the Mm -hmm. words and, you know, all of that. And I remember like leaving and being just like, man, I don't think it hit the way I thought it was, or I don't Mm -hmm. think. And for a while, I kind of just like, it's almost like you never want to go back to that again or that Mm. feeling of like Mm -hmm. everything you worked for and worked hard and writing and rewriting and changing whatever they didn't really, they didn't, you know, either they didn't appreciate it. It wasn't that great. Or they thought it was the same, whatever it was, there's so many different things. Yeah. Um, it discouraged me for a minute, you Mm. know, and that's normal. You know what I mean? Because again, you want people to resonate with something. You want Mm. people to enjoy something you want people. And, and it's best when they tell you, because then it's almost like, you know, like, okay, this is cool. Like they liked it, you know? And, um, and I remember randomly, it was like a whole month later, um, in a, in a conversation that I didn't expect for this person to bring that moment up. They brought it up and brought up how they were speaking to people about it that were there that day. And, you know, I didn't even really get into like 
the meaning behind the poem or the biblical parallel or any of that. And they kind of mentioned it like it reminded me of this story and that and that. And it was like funny because in on that day, if I would have known that even just you were thinking all that and mm. processing all that, like I would have been like, okay, somebody got it. Like yeah. they were there with me, you know? So again, it's like that idea of sometimes you have to go through those moments mm-hmm. to remind yourself you do what you do not for what people say about it yes right not for the compliments not for the praise not for the wow this was great keep it up do more right that's not why you do things right but then when you are the individual that is blessed by something when you are the person that is sitting there listening and you were touched and you were ministered to make sure mm-hmm. you let them know yes make sure you tell them that what they did how they did it really blessed Bless your life, you know, because I think a lot of times, um, not that you need it or that you thrive off of it. There are moments where that really encourages someone mm-hmm. to keep going, to keep developing, to keep working on what they do, to keep, you know, investing in their gift and in their craft. Yeah. So it's like those lessons that sometimes um, you just have to learn, you know, yeah. and be reminded of like, OK, hold up. I don't do it for people to tell me that mm-hmm. the words were nice. I don't do this for people to tell me they like the creativity and the concept. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's a bigger reason. There's a bigger, you know, uh, purpose behind it. You True. know? Yeah. I mean, listen, at the end of the day, I think the wrap up is really understanding balance as a person who is giving out compliments, understand balance. They don't give them out just to give them out. Just don't do it just for the fluff. Do it so that it's purposeful and is meaningful. And that way, if anybody ever asks you why you're specifically giving them that compliment, you have a reason. Um, And then as a person who's receiving compliments, you have to or not, you have to balance that out where sometimes it's great to receive compliments, but keep yourself grounded. And then maybe you're going through a situation or, or, or a season in your life where you aren't getting as many compliments as you would like. Stay grounded. At the end of the day, we are we're here doing things and, you know, putting stuff out there. And they're like seeds, seeds that are landing in people's hearts. Sometimes someone lets you know, hey, I caught that. And then other times, other times you don't have any idea or any clue. Sometimes in the future, like your situation, yeah. uh, it does come up again. And then other times you won't find out maybe until you make it to heaven yeah and then the lord is opening up your book and it's like here are the people you have touched yep. in your lifetime uh you know so that's and it why. would be a shame to have stopped it would have been yes. a shame to have given up a shame to have not done anything else with your gift because you feel that people didn't appreciate it or people yes. didn't tell you you know yeah. what i mean because then there are seasons where everyone will go through those moments where no one is telling you great job mm-hmm. and no, and not all the time. Is it a negative thing? They're just, you know, people are people, you yeah. know what I mean? And you may be going through a time where it's like, you just feel like no one is really appreciating what you do mm-hmm. and how you do it and how you work and, you know, within your job or whatever it is. And you lack sometimes that support from others. And those seasons are okay. And you have to learn how to navigate through those seasons. Yes. You know what I mean? And that's where you really, you know, depend on God and cling to him to know he's, the one that validates you he's the one that gives you purpose and really grounds you because at the end of the day you don't do it for the people we don't do what we do for people we don't sit here at this table to talk and whatever for people's you know um great podcast Mm -hmm. you know that was great you know um we do it for the people but not to receive any feedback back from the people right you know so again because (laughs) lord knows Lord knows that, uh, again, when you have a passion for something, Mm -hmm. when you have a drive, you know, to do something and a focus, a mission, a goal in mind, and just when you enjoy what you do, you know, all those things really are secondary. 
you know, yeah. and all those things really just, you know, are add-ons to what you do when you're having a good time and when you enjoy what you do, yeah. you know, and it reminds me of also the whole social media conversation, how, you know, people may not be complimenting you in person, but mm-hmm. I think a lot of times when we post things on social media yeah. and there aren't as many likes or aren't as many comments or all those things, we kind of get in our feelings as well, mm-hmm. you know? So in an age of social media and all of these different things, I think it's also important to remember, mm-hmm. right? Uh, keeping all of that in check, the yeah. likes and the engagement in check, knowing that that doesn't mean much, to mm-hmm. be honest. Yeah, because you know? like, that's a perfect example because you'll have people that saw whatever you posted but just didn't hit the like button for whatever yeah. reason. There's some people that are real stingy with their like buttons and there's some people that they just, they received it and mm-hmm. then they kept it scrolling yeah. and just forgot about it. Yeah. So that doesn't mean that you didn't reach someone. Yeah. It doesn't They're... mean that someone came across it and yeah. they didn't like it. Yeah. It's just sometimes people don't, give that quote-unquote validation that you're looking for so just because you don't have the likes or you yeah. don't have the the inside or the statistics that you want to have at the end of the day that's that can't be what you're really focusing on when you're doing something for god now Absolutely. if you're doing something as a business and you're doing something for yourself then obviously the numbers do matter because you need to market and you need to you know make sure you're reaching a target audience and all of that but when you're doing something for god that is his responsibility yeah as long as you're giving excellence as long as you're putting in the work as long as you're diversifying yourself that's what matters absolutely so definitely keep that in mind even though they may not like it they're always watching they're always watching that's a fact <laughs> So go ahead. Where can the people find yes. us? I mean, if you're listening to us, you know where we're at. We're just in case yeah. you forget. So you can definitely find us on social media at Facebook and Instagram at God Life Culture Podcast. You can hit that subscribe button if you're listening to us on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, wherever you're listening to your podcast. Subscribe to us there. If you're watching us on YouTube, thank you so much for um, engaging with our channel and our visual. Yes. Check out our previous videos and podcast episodes. Last week, we put up a video reaction to Blanca's um, song, New Day. Uh, so definitely go and check out that song and let us know what you think in our reaction video and do all of those things. And we hope that you all have a great week. Yes. But go ahead and like subscribe, do all that great stuff. Um, not because we need it, but because it would be nice. So thank you once again for tuning into the latest episode of the God Life Culture podcast. That's God, God Life, Life Culture. Culture. Until next time. See ya. Bye. Bye.